Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. The National Obsession with John Cadogan and Charlie Baker. You are listening to the National Obsession, a National League football podcast. With Charlie Baker and John Cadogan. Here's John. We're back. There he is. He's back. John is back. <laughs> and uh, we've had a couple of weeks off, John, haven't we? we Mainly have. due to being in a massive mood about the whole situation. <laughs> Not in the slightest, but yes, hello, Charlie. Hello, <laughs> obsessives. We are back. We weren't sulking. Uh, we just had stuff, stuff, other stuff on. Other stuff on, John. <laughs> Half term. Well, this season has gone on forever. <laughs> it feels like it will never end. It's going to end. England could be out of the Euros <laughs> before it's we over. We could still be playing. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's just gone on too long. I don't like anything that goes on too long. No, I wouldn't say it's outstayed. It's welcome, but brevity. Brevity is the word. Exactly. Short exactly. and sweet. But yeah. As Shakespeare said, John, the two hours traffic of our stage, that's all you need in a show <laughs> and a play. I think football should be six months of the year tops. Eight months so far and counting. Uh, we, but could yes. have had a ba- we could have had a baby, John. You and I. <laughs> a National League baby. Could have, and that old baby. You could have got me or I could have got you pregnant. Yeah. During, na- during a podcast. It would be such it's a It's 2021. Brilliant... Do you know what? If, we were, if we'd wanted to win awards with this podcast, John, <laughs> that would have been a lovely, lovely thing to do. That <laughs> I got you pregnant right at the start of it. A and little baby f- Gary. A, li- a little born. baby Gary. Born on June 20th <laughs> by uh, Ashton Gate. It would have um, been a brilliant story, wouldn't it, John? But yes, yeah, speaking of the Euros, uh, I think you, you you may well have seen Phil Foden uh, of Man City. He's done his hair in the style of Paul Gascoigne. Did you see that? The I, I did see that, John. Bleached, yeah, this seems, this blonde, well, international. In honour of the playoffs, I've done my hair like Gary Johnson. So, uh, oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> very nice. Yeah. Very nice. That's what I've done. Now, I've got a question for you, John. It's National League based. Phil Foden or Scott Bowden? <laughs> Who are you taking? <laughs> is it Phil Foden or is it Scott Foden? <laughs> now, can you tell me, is it Phil Foden? Who would you take, John, in the National League? Oh, it's a good question. Because, you know, Foden might I'd not be up to it. probably go Foden. 
but he might not be up to it, John. <laughs> he might get kicked all over the park. Might he? He might do. He might not be able to cope with the rough and tumble of the the week in week out in the national league. Exactly. Put him up against those giants at Boreham Wood. Exactly. Joe Kizzy elbowing him in the head. Yeah. You know all those sorts of things. Harry Buterman trolling him on Twitter. Do you think he's going to cope with that? <laughs> uh, what was I Sorry, Harry Buterman's brother. Yes, Harry Buterman's gang- brother. <laughs> Not Harry Buterman. Harry Buterman's bro- brother ganging up on him on Twitter. He's going to cope. <laughs> I don't think he will, John. I think that's the sort of I thing. I don't like it. Is it Asa Hall or <laughs> Michael Ball? <laughs> Uh, speaking of Gary Johnson as well, by the way, were we? um, sort of where? <laughs> that was a little while ago. Oh yeah, yeah. Since we've been on a break, I'm delighted to say my 30th birthday present from ah. one Charlie Baker arrived, ah, and finally. boy, is finally. it exciting! What a cracker, John! What a, tell tell everybody what it is. Now the proud owner of the Gary Johnson Vanarama New Balance jacket. It's not actually Gary's, you know that. It's not Gary's. You're very aware of that. But it's the same jacket that Gary wears on the touchline. Yeah, you're going to look so smart, John. It's a cracker. I've got it. I'm I'm wearing it now. I've just put it on. We've we've already discussed how you should wear it to, like, family occasions, like, job (laughs) interviews, just to give yourself that little bit of extra gravitas. Just call me gaffer. Exactly. Just call me... Okay, John, sit down. Oh, can you call me gaffer, please? (laughs) Just start pointing. And looking at Aaron Downs. Wheeling in a whiteboard. Exactly. <laughs> Moving magnets around. <laughs> you do feel okay, a Okay, well, I've got a, question. I've got a question for you. <laughs> Good frog. Good frog. <laughs> <laughs> but the bad news... Any, and any questions for us, John? You... <laughs> yes. Good frog. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the worst thing was you left it for me uh, at the offices at work, of yeah, TalkSport. Mm-hmm. And I picked it up and was going out for dinner that night. Oh, lovely, John. And it just happened posh, was that it? before... The before this current sort of little heat wave we're in at the moment, yeah. it yeah. was quite chilly. And mm. um, it got to a stage in the evening where I had to put it on. Oh, lovely, John. <laughs> I bet you got into all the finest establishments yeah, just, in town. Just opening the velvet rope. There we go. Exactly. <laughs> Waving you through the Ritz. <laughs> the Ritz. Waving you through. Well, I hope you enjoy it, John. It's, it's, it's going to be lovely to go football in it. And it's a bit mm. warm now, isn't it? Of course, because it's, what is it now? June? <laughs> July, nearly. Bloody I hell. will if we Bloody get hell. if we get to the final I will wear it. Bloody hell. Bloody hell. COVID National shall we, League. Shall we crack on? Crash crack on John. What've we got in the podcast? On this week's edition of the podcast, well, we've got a bit of news because we haven't been uh, with you for a couple of weeks. Mm. The first not a lot been going on, is no, it John? Not we have a National League champion, and we've had the first leg of the playoffs. So we'll update you on all of that, everything that yeah. happened there. Lovely, lovely, lovely. No, there's no, we're not sulking in any way, John, because no. we're a full National League podcast. Not so all we slightest. do is report what's happened in the whole National League. <laughs> um, so <laughs> we will go through those. Speaking of National League champions, which spoiler alert, was Sutton United. Doesn't matter. Fine. Worthy, worthy champions, John. <laughs> No Very bitterness well, in my voice. No, no, not at all. Not no, regretting standing teeth. in their car park singing, we're on our way, <laughs> we're on our way. Yeah, they had the last laugh after I leapt out of my seat. <laughs> Ace of all scored. It's unbelievable roast from Bruce, the chairman of Sutton United, by actually winning the league. Yeah, yeah, they very much had the last laugh. But yeah, we will be speaking to Gandemonium. 
Yes. Who are the Saturday United uh, blog, sort of blog social media, Twitter feed. Twitter funny feed. bunch. Very funny guys. Uh, I, but this is the thing, we don't hey. know who they are. We don't know who they are. There might be a bunch of women who are all into the National League, John. They're just nameless. We Gandemonium. Don't we, we still don't, don't know who we're speaking to, but we will be speaking to someone from Gandemonium exactly, very yeah. shortly. Uh, and Ivor Juden as well. It's all going Ivor. off down in Cornwall yeah. this week. It's the G7 I see Truro have been Summit. signing some players as well, but he's, of course, not at Truro anymore, is he? I no, I think he left. Left, I can't yeah. remember, but yeah, down in Corvus Bay, down there. And they are near St. Ives, yeah, up there. It's, it's round the corner from St. Ives, that is, of course. Um, G7. It's the G7, and I think I was being out. You're always with the G7. You always get people protesting, don't you? Always when uh, huge. I don't know if you watch the GC. If you're a big fan of the GC, John. What Gemma Collins? Yeah, I love the GC. Uh, she has a program. Where they just follow her around. around you know, yeah, you know, I've not really seen stuff. it. But Oh, he's the most confident person I've seen in my life, John. It's a real life lesson. Okay. Well, just a to real be life lesson. Just to just go around expecting your life to be fine and confident. Be confident about it. Not caring what anyone thinks about you. And, you know, she's not horrible to people, but she just has a certain level of yeah. life that she wants. And she pays for it. And uh, it's a real life lesson. And, uh, yeah, look, I'm a big fan of the GC. Okay. What's that going to do in anything? <laughs> the G7. Oh, we okay. Were on about. Oh, fine, and I thought, yeah. oh... I'd love Gemma Collins to turn up at the G7. It's or, all right, I'm or here. Was it from? Uh, was it G4 who are on uh, X Factor? G4, yeah, a mixture of them. G4 and Gemma. G4 Collins. and Gemma Collins. We've got five. I've got five. Of them. <laughs> <laughs> Gary Johnson. Yeah, that's the, he's the G1. So there we are. Just need one more. You and your coat, perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got some lovely, yeah. lovely letters. Oh, marvelous! And Good stuff. One of our favourite people has won an award. We'll come they on to that. Award winning. Award winning. Not easy to win an award, John. No. And um, one proved. of our favourite people has won an award, and we will, um, we will uh, discuss that as well. Well, it sounds like a podcast, John. Let's get on with that. those news Let's items. Let's quickly run through what's going on in the National League. Well, yes. Sutton United were crowned champions. Well, Worthy we winners, off. John. Congratulations. Yeah, very hearty congratulations to Sutton United. Um, you know, we've, we've been there a couple of times now. Really nice people. I, f- I feel like, in many ways, John, it's our fault. Do you think? Uh, it's it's our fault. Because Softened them up. They, they have had zero interest in them. They've had zero, nothing, nothing at all. No one's been in, no one's even talked about them for their whole history. Other than like one FA Other Cup than when they game. played, yeah. No one's talked about them. There'd be no focus, focus on, right? We start this podcast, start focusing on them, go and see them. I think our first away trip was there. We, which we recorded from, mm. um, focused on them. We've been there, been in the director's box. Had Tim you know, Vine on. Had Tim Vine on quite a lot. We focused on them, and here they are winning the bloody league, John. I know. It's, it is probably our fault if you want to blame anyone. Our, I'm I mean, blaming us. I am blaming us. <laughs> maybe maybe don't blame the fact that Torquay lost to, like, Wildstone, <laughs> I'm not blaming that, John. I'm not blaming that. I'm blaming Maidenhead. the fact 4-1. That, we, <laughs> that we have focused 4-1. on... Sutton now for 143 bloody episodes. Yeah, it'll be Solly O'Moore's next year. You watch. <laughs> Their time has come. Well, they've got um, they've got uh, Mark Mark Yates, Mark Yates, back. of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. could happen. Um, so yes, congratulations, Sutton. They did do it in some style. That win over Hartlepool in the last day of the season. It never ever looked in doubt. Tim Vine no. left us a message that pretty much said as much, and it was true. It did. You just knew they were going to get the job done, and they've had they've done that all the way through the season. They've just yeah. ground out results. Seven when, out of ten. When Torquay didn't, they, when when Torquay were were drawing at home to Wealdstone and losing at Altrincham mm. and. 
Mm. No, some some just ground out results. So fair play. They to kept them. everybody fit somehow. Yeah, and, and um, had a, a squad full of national league experience. Not, and yeah, yeah, they did have a good run with I'm injuries. Not going to bring right, up the pitch because it sounds like sour grapes, right? I'm not going to. But I've just got a new thing about the pitch. <laughs> I've got a new theory about the pitch, right? I'm not saying it makes a massive difference, right? Right. But watching the Paris uh, tennis this week, right? Yes. Different surface. Is it on the clay? Uh, it's on clay. It's on yeah. clay, isn't it? Different surface. A lot of players can't play on it, John. Just just look like rubbish players because the ball holds up a bit more. They should you rip know, it up. They they don't get as they don't get the pace on the ball that they can get on grass or on a hard court. No, this is true. Things. So it does affect the ball differently, which you have to say is the same. <laughs> but anyway, look, listen, enough of that. No. Let's not blame the pitch. And I'm only saying it now before the Gandon <laughs> lads get here. Well, we will come on to uh, Sutton very yes. shortly with the guys from Gandamonium. It's a Sutton special, John. It's a Sutton special. Uh, just to update on the playoffs, the first leg, so... Uh, the first playoff eliminator was Notts County Chesterfield. That mm. was three two, a pretty Very amazing exciting back John. and forth game. Oh, I watched it. It was really just exciting. Kept going, you couldn't call it. And then Notts County got that winner. Mark Ellis in the last minute got his big old noggin on the end of a free kick. Two teams who are three two, but then Chesterfield bear. still could have uh, got a goal right at the end, couldn't they? And it was, they could have had about eight goals. John. I know. Could have it had was about an eight unbelievable goals. game. Uh, two teams who I could not care less. Four, and um, oh god, their managers are annoying. Not that no, not this, uh, not the Knox County manager. No, James Rowe. Right. Actually, I've, I'm a, I'm um, disappointed in myself for judging him quite so quickly. Um, but uh, that, that, that Chesterfield manager, you have to, you have to sometimes put your hands up and go. They were better than us. And I he know. refuses to do that. It was almost word stuff. for word the same interview he gave after Torquay had won yeah. up there last month. All but about no, final third no entries and way of saying, oh, oh well, God. I think he said exactly the same thing about Torquay. We were happy for them to have, you know, possession in the in, in the middle of the pitch. That didn't bother us. It's as we've said, as John, you said, you cannot win the National League <laughs> on stats. You can't legislate for Mark Ellis getting up there and scoring for the you eighth time this season. For, you cannot legislate for you you not having a sub keeper on you, and I you mean, keep you getting can, injured. You can definitely you can legislate. legislate for that. So that there's your science book out the window, pal. <laughs> He'll be sacked by Christmas anyway, John, because they'll get a bad start and then the Chesterfield will they'll do it all over again. They did, to be fair, second half of the season after he came in, they their run has been pretty amazing. Got themselves mm-hmm. right up from the bottom when most yeah. of their fans, I think, seem to think they might go down. So to be fair to him, they'd have probably taken that when he came in, but he is really annoying. <laughs> and the other yeah. playoff was Hartlepool-Bromley and that game mm. looked over at half-time. It was 3-0 Hartlepool. Bromley pulled two goals back in the second half to make yeah. it 3-2. And they nearly got, again, nearly got an equaliser near the end. So, um, two you really, really good John. playoff first legs, but it's Hartlepool through to play Stockport and Notts yeah. County Torquay. In uh, Gary, we trust. As Sam said to me earlier on, she said, Gary's done it before. She tr- she's yeah, very oh, she calming. Knows. She's very calming. So just to round up, it was great to see Wrexham just miss out of playoffs <laughs> on the final day. That was a bit of fun. Always always nice to see. That was amazing. It was the most Wrexham thing. <laughs> Rob thingamy, McElhenney, Them, that up one. early in Los Angeles to oh, watch that. This yeah. is the biggest game Lovely. of our season. Sorry, lads. Missed uh, that as again. As I said on Twitter. Go again next season. Fun, if, you, if you think it's fun them coming eighth this year, wait till they come eighth <laughs> next year. And de- I mean, Dean Keats. He did leave He's Wrexham. Left, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 
So, so I wonder who they'll get in, John. There's big talk of Mark Hughes, I read earlier. <laughs> <laughs> People like that being lined up. I mean, who else? Max Boyce, who else are you going for? Catherine <laughs> Jenkins? No <laughs> compare man, is it? <laughs> Win Evans takes over. Who's <laughs> <laughs> Tom Jones in yeah. line for the Wrexham job? Well, we wait and see. That will be really, really... Johan Griffiths. <laughs> really? <laughs> so, yes, Eastley. Neil Kinnock, Sam's just said. <laughs> Neil Kinnock. That's a good call, though, John. It's really good. Isn't it? Good call. He'd be a guy all right. That was quite a good Neil Kinnock from me there. Just Taxi drivers scuttling <laughs> up and down Liverpool. Well, all right. I can't do it again. It's one no, of the ones I could only do... I could do it once. In the moment. In the moment. I to join your in the moment Neil impressions. Connick. <laughs> Harry Connick. Neil Connock Jr. <laughs> <laughs> the recipe for making love. <laughs> All right. The recipe I fell on over on the beach. It's not a bad Neil Kinnock. Pretty good, it's wasn't it, John? It's good. Pretty good. Not bad, because I spent a week playing Tony Blair. So oh, well, there you know, go. Surrounded. Very in with the Labour. The, the, the DNA. Labour leaders. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, good luck to Wrexham. Yeah. I will we'll follow that with... Um, with uh, interest. Glee, Glee, I imagine. Grimsby seem to be signing everyone. Yeah. They've signed, I know this is next season, John, and hopefully we won't be in the next Not bothered, season, yeah. But it could be well, I'm sort of thinking irrelevant. might be. But um, <laughs> Grimsby have signed the Wrexham captain, the Scunthorpe captain. <laughs> They've basically it's signed everyone everyone's captains. Captains. <laughs> team of captains. You see, it's what Woking have gone on an absolute signing spree as well. It's always okay. Alan Dowson's default position when things go wrong, sign another player. So he's already just signed hundreds of players and no doubt they'll all probably be gone by Christmas. Embarrassing for Woking, isn't it, that Sutton won the league? Terrible for them. Couldn't be really worse. Really bad. So, yes, hopefully not our problem next season, though. No. Lovely uh, news roundup there, John. This is the National Obsession. The National Obsession. Now, of course, every league needs a champion and the champions have to go somewhere. And it was little old Sutton that won this year, unbelievably. And they were fantastic all season and they fully deserve it. And joining us now on the National Obsession, live on Zoom. So we'll have some pictures of this as well, won't we, John? We will. Oh, God. <laughs> you look great, Dan. You look great. It's Dan Taylor from the Gandemonium blog and Twitter feed. And do you do a podcast on? I think next season you should, you should add that in. Yeah, people have been talking about that and it's, we're, we're debating we I, might I, just stick to written word, I think. <laughs> I'd stop debating and just get on with yeah, it. Yeah, now you're in the football True. league. Exactly. The football league, Dan, how do you feel? Tell us about it. It's a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it's just, I think everyone's still in a bit of shock, to be honest. Um, even though the fact that, you know, there's bulldozers in at the ground, digging pitch up and things like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Most people haven't quite got their heads around it yet. I don't think it'll kind of really sink into anyone until you know we're going to scunthorpe on the open day or something oh, stupid yeah. like that yeah. um and we're all just like, oh. yeah something you know that everybody everyone should aspire to you know this this is this is it gents you've, you've reached <laughs> this is what you wanted scunthorpe you in August. <laughs> <laughs> what were you thinking at the start of the season was this ever on the cards uh, no. no 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 it was um i mean since we came up the the, the club's kind of view has always been the same just be competitive stay in this division we've always wanted we've always never denied we're a non-league club that's what you know and we to a certain extent we still are um but yeah the 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 club just wanted to stay in the national be competitive get a 50 points every year and then just you know 
see what happens from there. I mean, we finished third a couple of years ago. We made the playoffs. We had a good run then. And everyone thought, well, you know, that's probably as good as we're going to get. And Matt said he thought we should be top 10 with the team he had. He kept the spine of the side from last year. Um, and, yeah, he, he thought, you know, again, get 50 points, be competitive, and maybe just have a little flirt with the playoffs and, and see what happens. And then, unfortunately, no one told the team that. <laughs> You know, because a lot of, as you call them, BELTs, big English league teams. I love, I love oh, all the lo- phrases, by the way. There's, lo- there's lots of ways you can uh, define the, the, the <laughs> acronym, to be brutally honest. Oh, right. Okay, that's how I take that. Anyway, um, Fair enough. with a lot of the belt teams, it, it feels like they're just desperate to get out. They're, they're, yeah. it, so you feel it with Wrexham. When you go, the, the desperation doesn't help. You feel it with Wrexham. Yeah. Definitely feel it at the moment with Notts County, Chesterfield, you know, to a certain extent, Torquay United. But at Sutton, we've always felt, oh, no, they, they seem happy in this place. And I think, actually, that contentment and that lack of stress helps the team an awful lot. And what you've got in that Sutton United team is a lot of seven, eight out of ten every single week. Yeah. Solid National League players. And you've had no injury. And it's come together. Mm-hmm. And your manager's obviously good. Your manager's probably too good. What you want is a really bad start to your campaign in League Two. Because if you're in the top three by, at Christmas, he will get poached. <laughs> well, there's, there's that. And uh, our chairman, Bruce, will probably keel over with a heart attack. if that <laughs> he was, He's obviously turned out to be a great appointment, you know, in, in hindsight. But he didn't have much of a kind of a sort of a noticeable career before that so obviously really speaks that uh, that that Bruce and and, and the rest of the, the club really did their homework and, and found someone who just fitted perfectly yeah I mean he'd always been an he'd been an assistant for a good few years because he retired really early as a player I think it's like 25 26 um and yeah he, he'd always been an assistant so he'd always been in and around this level um and he knew Doz our previous manager and Bairdy his assistant really well and I think I think a lot of it was that they saw that the the players kind of liked him, responded to him, you know, on a coaching level, and obviously he had the the two outgoing guys um, kind of seal of approval, if you like. And I, th- I think that certainly helped maybe calm any nerves about on a, at, a, at a club level that he he was in, inexperienced. Um, mm. I mean, he, he had a hard time before last the last season. Uh, up to Christmas, you know, we, we results weren't going our way. And to be fair, a lot of clubs probably would have sacked the guy because mm. they didn't win for two months. Right. But that's not the kind of club we are. We don't, mm. we don't make knee jerk. This is, you know, they, they're a little bit realistic as you, as you were saying early, Charlie, they're, they're, they're realistic. They kind of understand what they want to do. And, and, you know, they just gave him a chance. And I think we sort of also reap the benefits of that this season in that he gave, he went that extra mile to kind of repay the faith the club had had in him last year, last season. As a Sutton fan, you must be extremely bored of talking about the pitch. That's, that's actually <laughs> the only good thing about, about it being dug up. Don't have to yeah, listen to, have to mention yeah. anymore. Have you been down to the Gander Green Lane and grabbed some of the rolled up uh, 3G <laughs> for, uh, as a memento? I haven't. I know, I know a couple of the lads who have. Um, unofficially, because I think the, I haven't been down in a few days, but I think the, there's about still about half of it rolled up in the car park, just waiting for transport away. Yeah. But I know a couple of lads have had a little bit, and we're auctioning, <laughs> we're auctioning certain bits off as well, just for. Oh, right. uh, oh, that's good. 
uh, just where Asa, is it, are you watching the bit off where Asa Hall scored his he- header? Um, <laughs> if you'd have said, we could have got you that bit. Oh. I mean, if it meant that much to you, we could have got it. We cut it out. It might be all I mean, we have from this season. I just want to do two things. Um, I think you should have a full brown away kit. Yeah, we're, we're trying to get that. Just, uh, that just, would be so brilliant. We've lost the 3G, so we need something else to boil. Exactly. That's what we want. Full brown, brown socks, brown shorts, brown, just full brown. It'd be so yeah. such a good away kick. Be iconic. Be absolutely brilliant. Um, and uh, just tell us about the blog, Gandamonium. Um, it's a few of you lads in it, and it's, all, it's not just about uh, um, football. It's where you can have a good pint and... And, and about it, it, all sorts of music and all sorts of stuff. It's brilliant. It's yeah, it's everything. It's just you know, um, it's just a load of nonsense masquerading as under the sort of uh, disguise of being football related. Yeah, we all watch Sutton. We go everywhere, but yeah, it's the pubs, the day out. It's yeah. It was we started just to show that there is supporter culture and that there are serious, you know, sad sacks watching football going everywhere, watching these kind of teams. It's a bit of fun. We have a laugh with it. And if people enjoy it and get a laugh out of it as well, which seems to be the case. So we'll keep doing it. Brilliant. Good. Dan, we said if it wasn't us, we hoped it would be you. Appreciate that. uh, Which which we uh, stick by. Thank you for joining us. Uh, Pleasure. This is the National Obsession. The National Obsession. This is the National Obsession with John Cadigan and temporarily not Charlie Baker. He's had to pop off, but uh, I'm delighted to say uh, that while Charlie uh, is away temporarily, we can catch up with Ivor Dudney, our man down in Cornwall. Uh, and it's a very, very big week coming up down there. Ivor, how are you? Hello? Ivor? Hello, who is it? Ivor, it's, it's John from the National Obsession. Who? It, John from the... From the nope. National Obsession, we've have, we've nope. spoken, well, nope. 143 episodes, and we've spoken nope. a lot. I've got no time for you. Are you a world leader? <laughs> I'm not. No, I'm not a world and leader. I have no time for you, Yeah, there's a lot Cadigan more important things going on down in Cornwall oh, this week. Oh, we're big time now. You've got the G7 here. down there, haven't you? Got G7 here. They're all coming down, all seven of them. They're all coming down, the seven Gs. You may have 4G, and since you've had your vaccine, 5G. <laughs> but you haven't heard that one, isn't it? And then uh, in your arm there, got the old 5G. We got have, the G7 yeah. down here. And that is the seven biggest people in the world, John. They're all coming down. Seven tallest. It's the old Simon uh, Block Jorgensen. say Dulwich Hamlet keeper, is he there? Simon Block Jorgensen will be here. Couple of basketball players. Richard Osman. <laughs> They're all coming down, John. <laughs> Peter Crouch. No, not tall enough. Oh, okay. Not, has not made it into the seven, unfortunately for him. That's Didn't a shame. make the plane. So G7 Summit, there are big, big world leaders, John. World leaders gathering down here in the wor- center of the world. Bloody Carbis Bay in it, which for me is not proper Cornwall, Not John. the right bit of Cornwall for you, Tourist is Cornwall, isn't it? Yeah. Tourist. I'd have had it in a tin mine on Bob Menmore. <laughs> a bit dark, wouldn't it? Nope. <laughs> They're taking a lamp down there and a bloody giving them a, a bloody pasty. pasty. Yeah. There's no bloody terrorist down the Tin Man, John. <laughs> what a lovely folk song that is. Let's all <laughs> sing it now. There's no terrorist down the Tin Man, John. There's no terrorist down the Tin Man, John. Osama bin Laden, he can't get down the Tin Mine. He don't know where the lift is, John. <laughs> Osama. F- 
no, don't say that. It yes. gets rude after that. It's, 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 an old, it's, it's an old, an old rugby Cornish song, rugby song. <laughs> and then there's Saddam Hussein, he don't know about tin. He don't know how to make a pasty, John. But there's no terrorist down the tin mine on Bodmin Moor. Stick them in the Boardman jail, the c- it's an old rugby it song. It, it's an old rugby song. So I apologise for the language there, John. But yeah, we got them all coming down here. They'll have to pay the bloody bridge like everyone else, though, John. Now, this is what I was wondering. Joe Biden, don't one think of the... you can get away with a bloody bridge by coming in on a helicopter or something. One of the sort of things that always happens with these big summits of world leaders, there's always people protesting. So I wonder ah, if you're going to be at the side of the road. The through. prices of the bridge may Waving be made more expensive. Through. Because I'm trying to get me, I'm trying to get some secret investment to try and get back in at Truro City FC, John. Oh, okay. Because I'm desperate to get back into football. You know, we all remember I left Truro City FC and I want to get back in there, John, somehow. And I think the only way I can get back in is by being an owner. (laughs) So I'm hoping Kim Jong-un turns up. (laughs) King Jong-zoom. You're on mute, King Jong. (laughs) You're on mute, He's muted the whole of North Korea, John. You're on mute, Kim Jong-un. <laughs> Nil point. I don't know where I was going with that, John, but there we are. Kim Jong-un, I'm, I'm hoping he turns up to the summit. Yeah. And then when they say summit, John, is it like G7 or summit? <laughs> <laughs> You've really worked on your comedy this week. I really had a good <laughs> go at it. that you were so... <laughs> Ah, well, I'm in a good mood, John. Trying we've got the, the old com- stand-up we've got the world leaders coming down. Old yeah. Joe Biden's coming down. we got the Prime Minister, leaders from India, South Korea, and Australia. And it's the 47th meeting of the group. Right. What will be the talking points of the... John? This is just me <laughs> talking now, John. <laughs> I think they'll be talking about the global response to the COVID pandemic. Yeah. Bloody rubbish! <laughs> Climate change, John. Are we talking about that? Don't have to worry about that in bloody Cornwall. No. Hey, I tell you where you don't have to worry about climate change, John. Down a bloody tin mine. You don't have to worry about <laughs> climate change. If you're down a tin mine, eating tin and getting cancer. <laughs> That's one of the sadder verses of it. That, but why is the G7 in Cornwall, John? The summit is being held oh. in the UK because it currently holds the presidency of the group. That's why, John. Right. Okay, visit and of Cornwall. They went to Cornwall. That's who yeah. I'm working for. Visit Cornwall. Okay. In an unofficial capacity, John. <laughs> they expect the total economic impact <laughs> to be fifty million pounds. Really? I'm hoping for a slice of that. Fifty million pounds for Cornwall. That's good. Hoping for a slice of that, John. Yeah. So I can get. And you can me get by Truro. The old fingers on Truro City. Do you know where I'd put the pitch, John? No. Down a tin mine <laughs> on Bobby <laughs> Moore. You try playing guy. football down a tin mine. We'd be used to it. They wouldn't. Would they? I, uh, I, I think we've learned all Nothing we can. Nothing above head height. We've learned all we can about the, the G7 from you. Uh, cheerio then. Whatever your name is, all the best. Get on. <laughs> Bye now. The National Obsession. You are listening to The National Obsession and it's time for Letters from a Listener. When, when you go, will you, you send, send back a letter, letter from any letters, John? We have letters. Ooh. Oh, yes. Oh, we've this got an actual letter, haven't we, John? Uh, yes, we have. I'll come to that last. Oh, lovely, lovely stuff. We have two digital letters first, or oh, otherwise known as emails. 
Digilets. Andy Charles. Ah, he lovely was furious Andy. that we were off for a few weeks because he sent this back in mid-May. <laughs> well, this is going to be a relevant letter, Andy. You know that we're non-linear. Anyway, he says, Dear Charlie and John, on the ice to you both, I write with a long and emotional request, perhaps including oh. a significant amount of begging. I don't oh. know if you recall the day you allowed me to become a foff. <laughs> some nondescript Andy. He says some nondescript number in the mid twenties. I can tell you, Andy. There's oh, nothing Andy, nondescript you about the foff. Know, if you don't know your own number, then the foff is a privileged position. It can be taken away just as easily as it was well, given out. John's on the threats. <laughs> Twenty-four. <laughs> Trying to lose foff. Well, if you don't appreciate it, Andy, you hand it back in. Someone else will have it. Foff twenty-four, Andy. Foff twenty-four. Uh, very good. <laughs> he says, "I'm back now because the next foff number to come up is the one that I so desperately wanted originally all those years ago. It's number forty-seven. <laughs> it's my old stomping ground, for want of a better term. <laughs> the old stomping ground, isn't it? The house in the, the, the house in TQ one." which I was brought up in. And yes. indeed, my new stomping ground, as I've recently upstick, sold my flat in Feltham and returned to that very same home permanently to look oh. after my dear old mum, 92 oh, and counting. Well, That's really, really lovely. At the heart Good old Andy. Yeah, he is. This really is an emotional letter. Some would say emotional um, blackmail. Blackmail. He says, so what can I do to swap my FOF status? Mm. Is such a thing allowed? Must I appeal to the Court of Arbitration for mm. FOFs? Hanging Judge Hearst in session, perhaps. Mm. This would mean an awful lot to me, my family and friends, and anyone who doesn't know me. Or am I going to have to, as seems to be the way in US sports, ask whoever you give number 47 to for the swap and potentially have to <laughs> cop up thousands of pounds? Knowing my luck, mm. you'll give it to bloody Roger or bloody Brian and I'll have Go no bloody there. chance. <laughs> anyway, I rest my case, Andy. P.S. Bloody hell, Mera. Bloody hell, Amara. Come on, Amara. Score Saturday. Um, what do we uh, think? Well, Andy's been very good to us, John. What I'd normally say is something like, if Torquay win <laughs> on Saturday, you could, but it's too much pressure on it anyway. None of us can cope. Do you know anyway, what? Can we? So the emotional black. It's, it's been one of those years. I it's feel been like one of those should, years. I feel like we should grant grant. So that has opened up, opened up. Uh, Fof twenty four, John, isn't it? So Andy Charles couldn't. Foff 47. So, Andy, the first Foff transfer. Congratulations to you. And, yeah, Foff 24 is open. Position vacant. If anyone wants to change their number to Foff 24, we can, if you are already currently a Foff, although, John, we do have a new Foff, of course, don't we? Do we? Because, John, Mark Hepworth, team one. <laughs> ah, so there we go. Uh, Mark Hepworth, team one. They managed to win a football match. Congratulations oh, to Mark up there in Chesterfield. Um, I think they were 3-0 up and then the other team came back to 3-2, but they managed to hold on despite Mark's management. So there you so go. Congratulations, Mark. Fof you 24. are 24. Chigunk. Any Lovely. other letters, John? Yeah, a couple more letters to get through. I said to get through. Really just <laughs> wade through. Just speed through it now. Chris <laughs> Q gets Chris in touch. Q. You are currently in a queue. He says, dear, the National Obsession, this is my third email to you. And after two reasonably well-received emails, I just hope this isn't the third one, John. It's <laughs> a little bit arsky, isn't it? I hope this isn't the be here now to my previous asky. definitely maybe. And what's the story morning glory <laughs> or Gary Hours to get Gary Johnson and Cyril Knowles. Mm. Hashtag not a talky podcast. Not We're currently podcast. eating bucket loads of humble pie here at Meadow Lane. After sacking yeah. Neil Lardley with games in hand and being well-placed for automatic promotion, we were quite surprised to see us attempt to solve our failings of always trying to play technical football with little pragmatism and defensive nails by appointing a manager even more intent on playing pretty football yes. with a career win rate of 25%. However, after six losses in his first 10 matches, including an FA Trophy semi-final loss to Hornchurch, 
Sean Shirley, the old stomping ground, of course. Ian Birchnell, a dead uh, ring effect. Comedian. Award, Dave. <laughs> Ian Birchnell, a dead ring effect. Wasn't aware. Wasn't aware I was okay. the uh, volunteer. Uh, yeah, Ray Duffy thought he was charging. Thought I was putting an invoice in, to be honest, Dave, but uh, <laughs> I'll take volunteer of the year. <laughs> I was yeah, wondering well done, why the invoices haven't been paid. Congratulations, Ray. Congratulations news. to Ray Duffy. Kept us all in touch for the whole season, giving us a lot of fun as well, John. What was your favourite quote from the last? Sometimes just uh, the bells of St. Paul, is it? The bells of St. Mary <laughs> Church. St. Mary Church. Is the St. Mary Bells St. Mary Church It was the Barnet game. Yeah. A dog on, in the it. distance... <laughs> I've got it because he a recorded seagull, it. A dog in the distance. Here it is. Bells of St. Mary Church, a seagull and a distant dog give way <laughs> to the blame wall. <laughs> that was just after a minute of silence. A bell of St. Mary Church, a couple of seagulls and a distant dog <laughs> give way. But you, think, John, <laughs> give way you know to what, John? You paint the picture. You paint the picture. <laughs> a distant dog. You paint the picture as a... Uh, as a commentator, and they, and we we were exact, we knew exactly where we were from yep. Ray there. So absolutely, look, congratulations, Ray. Very very well done. Anyway, back Sorry to Chris Q. John's cruelty all season. <laughs> back to Chris Q. He says after that FA Trophy semi final loss to Hornchurch, Ian Birchnell has got us playing lovely football and breaking into form at the right time. And if the pretty very stuff annoying. fails, we just pump it long into the box for goal machine centre back Loney and ex talkie player Mark Boom. Ellis. Boom. A big well done to Ian and our chairman for making the change. Notts County are up against Talkie on Saturday in the playoff semi final. Oh, I just wanted to wish you both the best of luck and may the best team oh, win. Are on they? the ice, Chris oh, Q. What, I haven't thought about it, Chris. Uh, anyway, Chris Q, obviously angling there for. For a, for a fourth number. Well, I he is angling wait for it. until after the... No, uh, the no, no, we myself. can't do that. That, that would be a real feel. salty thing to do. <laughs> Let's see how John. we feel. We could offer him no, really because... patronising when we win. <laughs> it's all right, Chris, have a fourth number. <laughs> um, no, I think we should give Chris... Uh, to, to, uh, okay. to allay the gods, to allay the karma gods yeah. that may have been upset this week. Chris Q, you are fourth number 48. <laughs> Any other letters, John? Uh, one other letter. We do. Do you remember um, we were talking about old adverts the other week? And we asked Clive oh, yes, Hayward lovely, to sing yes. that one. Play Clive it. says, here is the approximate version of that radio advert. It was Ralph Bell's solicitors, wasn't it? Here we go. Okay, yeah, sure. Do, 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 do. Free phone Ralph Bell. Do, 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 do. Free phone Ralph Bell. Do, 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 do. And then it gave the phone number. There you go, chaps. On the ice. On oh, the ice. Price. It's beautiful, Very wasn't nice. it? Do, 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 do. Free phone, Ralph Bell. It's up there. It's up there. It's not quite driving to pick and park, pick and park, a different pen, driving to pick and park, park and pick away. And it is definitely no 211, 611, top eight, Texas are the best, best in Devon. Reliable. Oh, we don't even know the next one, do we? Can anyone Affordable tell us whatever taxis. happened to uh, Ralph Bell? Ralph Bell. Oh, here you probably. go. Oh, here we go. Here you oh. go. 52-year-old closed down his talkie practice. 1996, blaming oh. financial problems. 52-year-old oh, dismissed his staff of 24. <laughs> Brilliant. In 1996. <laughs> Get Free out of the building. You've got half an hour. <laughs> You're not getting paid off. Do to try and sue me. I'm a solicitor. Do, 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 do. I can't afford the free phone. <laughs> do, 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 free phone, Ralph Bell. Lovely stuff. Well, thank you, Clive. Anything else, John? Uh, finally, oh, a lovely. physical letter. Wow, they in the tracked post you down. This week. Absolutely. Thank you very much to someone that we thought had long since given up <laughs> listening to the National Obsession. For 42, 
Daisy Seller, a.k.a. Ah. Altrincham Jean. Altrincham Jean, there she is. She says, dear John and Charlie, I hope you're well. I picked you guys a little something up from the OTV Torquay game. Oh. The last game of the season. I hope you like it. All the best in the playoffs, although I want Bromley to go up as everybody else oh. is a good away trip. Have a great summer on the ice, Daisy. Well, bad on luck on the Bromley, ice, Daisy. Unfortunately, you got, got that again next season. Well but done, yep. Daisy has sent the programme... Robin's Review, the official oh. match day magazine of Altrincham Football Club from the uh, from the Fantastic. game against Stork United. From the boardroom, co-chairman Bill Waterson. From the dressing room, Captain Jake Moult. Wow. Football matters with director Rob Estevar. What a lovely thing. And staff. I love it. I'm that is proper foth. Proper foth behaviour. Not asking to change your number, to be really honest. Lovely. That's proper foth behaviour. Sending in recordings of yourself singing old adverts from the early 90s or sending in uh, lovely programs that's proper fof behavior really lovely lovely thank you so much on the ice to you on the daisy ice seller really, really kind. altringham gene really kind thank you so much hope we don't play you next season but we who knows we might be job well i can't even go to the game and nor can you Damn it. You're away i can't you, John, yeah so i'm i'm off to the Euros absolute the fair next weather fans but i will I, I if if we get to the final i'm i'm there Good luck to Gary and the lads. Come on, you yellows. Nationalobsession at gmail.com if you want to email us at uh, uh, Twitter. There we are. Up the girls. Yellow army. On the ice, John. The National Obsession with John Cadogan and Charlie Baker. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.